Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. This is The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us, as always. Poor President Biden. It must be difficult for him to navigate his White House mob of handlers, advisors, Chinese and Ukrainian bagmen, all the while trying to recall the names of his puppet masters. And where is that playful dog major? Have you noticed the corporatist media writes and reports their articles on President Biden as if there were no elephant in the room, namely his severe, obvious cognitive lapses and incoherence? Two other presidents come to mind. Woodrow Wilson, who had a severe and disabling stroke in 1919, and whose wife, Edith, unbeknownst to the public, assisted in running the country for a year and three months to the end of his term. And then there's FDR. FDR was unable to walk at all unaided. He had the help of most reporters in keeping that fact from the public. They didn't mention it in their articles and no pictures were ever allowed showing FDR in his wheelchair. And the corporatist media acts as though Biden's departures from scripted public speeches won't influence foreign leaders or affect policy and real-world outcomes, whether in Moscow, Beijing, or Tehran, or Ukraine, for that matter. Could his impairment and dependence on his masters and minders be influencing his seemingly reckless remarks on Ukraine and Russia? Why is it that he doesn't do what is obviously rational in this dangerous moment as the vastly superior Russian forces continue to bombard major cities and devastate much of Ukraine? So much death and destruction that it will be years and years before Ukrainians can rebuild their country, no matter how the fight goes or how long. Why is the United States not leading? Why is the United States not working with China, trying to stop the madness of Putin's war against Ukraine? Why not act like the leader of the free world and partner with our enemy at least long enough to give Vladimir Putin an exit from this debacle of his own design? Why not save lives and what remains of Ukraine? Negotiate a standstill to all hostilities and establish a truce and with China negotiate an agreement that is fair, binding, and enforceable for both sides. Instead, President Biden plays to the neocons and neoliberals of his Marxist-left Dem Party and risks a broad expansion of the conflict throughout Europe. Madness. To take up all of this and the universal folly of the Biden White House, we have with us today Lee Smith, international journalist, best-selling author of the book, the Plot to Overthrow the President, which was made into a documentary of the same title. And his latest work is The Permanent Coup, about the ongoing campaign to undermine the foundation of the American Republic. Lee, thanks for being here. 
Lou, thank you so much. It is always a great honor and a pleasure and always a lot of fun to talk to you. And I look forward to um, whatever we're going to talk about today because I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> I am too, mainly because of you. And oh, that's very kind. Uh, we appreciate you. you being with us. Let, let's start with um, the, the Russian war on Ukraine. Yes. And where we are. And, and here's my one of my many complaints. One is we don't have anything approaching real uh, information coming out of either the, the, the combat areas, uh, the, uh, whether it's the Donbass region or whether it's uh, yes. Kiev when they're being bombarded. Uh, we don't have a reliable estimates on the casualties of either right. side. Uh, either way, they're horrendous. We do know that. Right. And the destruction, the pictures speak millions of words. It's going to be yeah. ages before Ukraine can recover just from the devastation to this point. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on the war on Ukraine and yeah. Russia? Yeah, Lou, this is, this is something I've been thinking about, and thanks for bringing it up. I mean, first of all, it makes sense that there's a lot of noise propaganda coming out of Ukraine and Russia. These are the two combatants. But the fact that um, we as Americans can't get uh, can't get uh, good information, that's about something else. And part of that is because all of the people or most of the people who are now experts on Ukraine and Russia, these are either people who lied about Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin starting in 2016, or there are people, I, I, I saw something on, on the news the other day, this ambassador, William Taylor, who he's talking about, you know, he's talking about Ukraine and he's supposed to be speaking with some authority, but this is one of the same, this is one of the same uh, former U.S. officials who, who worked to impeach Donald Trump. And I'm thinking, how is it possible to take this man seriously? Or any of these people, seriously, everything is so insanely politicized. Now, so I had the same, the same reaction when I saw yeah. Bill Taylor holding yeah. forth uh, with his uh, uh, superior demeanor right. uh, and very, very pompous tone, just as he did in the uh, in the impeachment right. proceedings. Uh, it was it was disgusting and appalling to watch. And you know, it's 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 a minor tragedy. It's not one of the bigger tragedies that that we've suffered over the last five years, I guess, since we we saw our country start to unfold in ways no one had anticipated. But look, but these people, whether it's William Taylor or Michael McFall or uh, former uh, Obama's former ambassador to Russia, mm -hmm. it's that the, these people serve their country, whether they served it well or whether they served it. Uh, poorly, but they served their country and God bless them and thank them for all that. But now what they'll be remembered for is lying to their countrymen about uh, the president that that Americans elected to head the government between 2016 and 2020. So these people, I think that you and I are, I can't be the only people who are looking at this and saying, this is insane. This guy, this, all these people have been lying to us for five years. And now Given how much money and how much aid the Biden administration is 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 granting Ukraine, that these are the so we we have a stake, we're involved in it, and now that these people are talking about it, it's 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 absolutely nuts, and that adds to the confusion. So I mean, there are just so what are the different reports that we see coming out? Well, first of all, the first lady, uh, Jill Biden, is in Ukraine. Well, why? I mean, this is this is not uh, 
this this is not a normal event. And 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 I, I'm gonna Abano is in Kiev. I mean, it's in the capital of the country that's 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 under siege. I mean, all of these things just just strike us, I, I think, as 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 very, very strange. And this is not to take anything away from the suffering, the suffering of the Ukrainian people. This is terrible. But there just a, a, a appears to be this just a, it appears to be unlike conflicts that we've seen before. Americans knew what was happening in Afghanistan for the most part. If, they, if you were following it, you could get a pretty good sense of what was happening in Afghanistan. The same is true of Iraq. The, the interpretations may be off, or the interpretations are shaped, but you could certainly see what was going on. If you had a map, you could understand what was going on. And I think it's probably the case here that if we had maps, and if this is what our experts and commentators were showing us, what's actually happening on the ground, this might look very, very different from the way that it's being described by our uh, foreign policy expert class. The result is that the American public, uh, the American public is, 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 is now has been made part of a conflict that we don't understand. Yeah. We don't understand. Uh, and, and as we watch CNN, ABC News, right. uh, CBS, MSNBC, it, we, we're watching an echo chamber in, in front of us. Right. And it, it, it's an unpleasant experience mm -hmm. because they rely upon uh, the standard political uh, analyst, the uh, geopolitical analyst. They rely and mentioning William Burns, a, a, right. a prominent among them, mm -hmm. uh, the military analyst that they have, right. which is a cadre of establishment, uh, <laughs> military, uh, industrial complex uh, veterans uh, and cogs who are churning out neocon nonsense, right. I would say at least, I will say safely better than half the time. Uh, there is an implicit tone that the United States should somehow be involved right. in a greater widening conflict in Europe. Uh, that is, that starts in the discussion as the Russian war against Ukraine right. and ends up being a discussion about a global, the potential uh, of a global conflict, and I'm using that uh, not in the sense of the right. uh, the world, but in the sense of a much broader, a uh, larger conflict that will settle a number of issues, and amongst them, uh, one world governance, a new world mm -hmm. order, and Ukraine is a fitting little microcosm that we can use right. from which to leverage and leap our way uh, to a bright new horizon of uniformity. Uh, homogeneity in governance right. and politics, and there will be no dissidents, no conflict ever after, just so long right. as we can involve right. the United States in a nuclear war with Russia. That seems to be the right. ultimate extension of their logic. What do you think? I, I think that right now, I think the people who have uh, perhaps jokingly referred to Ukraine as the new thing, though, of course, now uh, now the, the 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 new thing is is the you know is the pro-abortion uh, protest, uh, but I think there's a, a point to that saying that Ukraine is part of a series, right? I mean, between uh, from uh, whatever RussiaGate, the impeachments, all these different things. I think that Ukraine is being used by the Biden administration, just as. Um, just as uh, inflation has been, I think it's being used to promote different uh, different 
aspects of the uh, Uniparty's agenda, right? I think there are different. It, it, it's a joke to hear Joe Biden say, yeah, inflation, it's all Vladimir Putin's fault. But what are they doing? The amount of money that is going to Ukraine, the amount of uh, the amount of arms that are being absorbed by the Ukrainians. It really looks again like this is this is cover for dismantling the United States, for dismantling mm-hmm. our security as well as our peace and prosperity. So for Americans, that's what it that's what it looks like. That is what is most clear to us, what this war is about for Americans. What's actually going on on the ground, again, it's very difficult to understand. But because of the uh, because of the choked information. But what we're seeing here is, again, this is another platform, uh, another platform to hurt Americans, to push um, to push Unipar, including, of course, the Green New Deal. Right. Which is which is probably their their the, the top item on their agenda, because that I mean, that is that's not about. Uh, green energy so much as it's about it's an instrument to undo the working and and uh, the, the american working and middle class right? right our economy the real economy is based on fossil fuels but th- they have another thing in mind so it's not just it's to reward their donors um it's to reward their allies it's to punish their domestic opponents who is us and the peculiar thing the thing that must strike us all the time is why do so many Joe Biden administration policies happen to um, advance the interest of the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, right? It's not just Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Jim Biden and their ties with Chinese businessmen and CCP officials. It, 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 it's, it's structural. What, why is this the case? Why is almost everything they do going to wind up hurting or rather helping China? And of course, right now we see that you know, China is the head of this rising new block. That uh, the conflict in Ukraine has um, has uh, shed new light on. It, it is it is interesting to see the the nexus of so many Biden involvements, whether it be China, whether it be Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president, uh, right. his, uh, this puppet president, uh, and his uh, Marxist left. Uh, puppeteers and masters obviously want well they need more money they want 40 billion dollars which will be orders of magnitude what other nations particularly in europe are are putting up for the support of the ukrainian military effort against russia and the united states pentagon and intelligence services are quick to brag that they were involved in through the provision of intelligence, right. the sinking of the Moskva, the flagship right. in the Black Sea, the Russian uh, flagship. I've never seen intelligence officers right. and military, our Pentagon, talk so openly and brazenly and with such braggadocio right. about U.S. involvement again with a country uh, that is a nuclear power and should be respected at least in that regard, if not yes. every other. Uh, yes. I, I think this, this administration is nihilistic. It's yeah. more than Marxist. It's nihilistic. Oh, I, I totally agree. Reckless, beyond belief. I think, I think calling these guys communists 
is uh, it's uh, I mean, it's not a compliment, but it, it misses what's actually mm-hmm. happening here. Right. I mean, they're advancing the interest of an oligarchy. But yeah, but I don't think they're communist or social. Right. As socialist, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, psychopathic. Uh, nihilistic. I, I think your your description of it is very good. I, I, but you know, the, here's the thing: the, our, the, our information on Ukraine is so choked. I think it's quite likely that these were all. I think that these stories were entirely contrived, right? Because remember, there was a report coming out of you know NBC, which in many ways is a mouthpiece for the CIA, given all the you know former CIA officials employed over there, and and we saw their connections as as RussiaGate unfolded. But remember, there was some report about how the the intelligence services were bragging about how they've continued to flood uh, flood the American information um, uh, ecosystem with lies about Ukraine and Russia. Right? right. And saying, oh, it's to protect. That's yeah, to it's to protect us. Like, no, it's not. They're intentionally, um, you know, for all the talk about disinformation. Who's responsible for it? It's the press and it's Amer- It's the U.S. press and U.S. intelligence services. And so when I saw these stories, I mean, the, the, right, about how about how um, boasting about a role in taking down the Russian, sinking the Russian warship, about killing Russian generals. Like, is, 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 could this be true? Or how much of this is, uh, is, represent- uh, is, is representative of a fight inside the Biden administration? Are the intelligence services going after the Pentagon? Because presumably the Pentagon wouldn't want this stuff out there. These guys are are uh, typically wary of any sort of conflict. So the idea that they would want this out there, again, that's what I mean. That all of the all of the information that we're being given on what's happening in Ukraine is so peculiar and so strange. We're going to be unpacking this, I think, for years to figure out exactly not just what happened in Ukraine, but what happened in the Biden administration and what was going on, what were the different efforts about, how much of this had to do with Ukraine, how much of it had to do with deceiving the American public, how much of it had to do with advancing uh, Democratic Party initiatives here at home against the American people. Yeah, I'll, and I, I, th- I think this matter, matter of fact, that the timeline may be a little optimistic in, yeah. in, in yeah. terms of yeah, understanding right. what happened. Because right now, we, we do know a few things. Hmm. As they percolated up over the six months preceding the invasion on February 24th of Ukraine by Russia, right. we do know that the United States, the Biden administration, was making offerings to Ukraine, uh, mm-hmm. verging, it, it sounds like, uh, at various points, insistence that Ukraine consider quickly and uh, deeply uh, entering NATO. Uh, they had to understand what a tripwire that was for yeah. Vladimir Putin. Uh, it's been so uh, since uh, 1991 without right. any question. And then we have the clear formation of 200,000 Russian troops, their equipment, tanks, right. uh, and materiel all around the, the uh, eastern uh, border of Ukraine. And, and no one could figure out how to stop this invasion, could, right. could make a single move in, 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 in 
in point of fact, it seems like the Biden administration was doing just about everything it could to prompt a conflict of some sort. I, I, I think you're right. I think there was, I, I mean, I, I think, and, you know, I mean, now certainly it would seem useful for the Biden administration. I mean, again, not only blaming Vladimir Putin for, uh, for inflation, but insofar as this is supposed to be an enormous distraction, right, from, from, from what Biden is doing here in the United States. I, I mean, you can see from, as, 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 again, I'm, <laughs> your description of them as nihilist is, is going to stick with me for a while. That's the framework in which I'm now going to understand it, because I do believe that their intent, that they see this as a fire sale to sell off to sell off the United States, but right, what are the different opportunities that war in Eastern Europe would present um, to a nihilistic uh, to a nihilistic institution like the Biden administration? It's it, it, again, it's just we're we're seeing things that I think no Americans expected to ever see in our country, and and I keep I keep trying to explain the way to really see this. Is in terms of of third world actors, because that uh, you know that that appears to be where um, a lot of these figures are <laughs> are are gathering their inspiration from third world regimes. If we look at the different things that's happening, not least of which again the connection between the intelligence services and the press, how these are used as as messaging operations. Right, uh, disinformation. You know the the. The, the decision by Biden to create something called the right. Disinformation Governance Board, right. uh, an Orwellian term, if ever there were one, and uh, a, a, a straight out totalitarian purpose uh, right. in in creating it, obviously, for the government to be able to determine what is true and what right. is false and what may be spoken and what may not be even thought. Uh, it's an this is a moment known i certainly didn't anticipate uh, this president and this and his masters having the guts to try to to pull off uh, and perpetuate uh on the american people i i totally agree here's here's a here, here's a recent pet peeve of mine see after this person uh nina jankowitz i think that's her name was named the, yes. the head the disinformation board <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm seeing lots of, you know, I'm seeing some Republicans and conservatives, either they're on TV or they're on social media, and they're saying, well, how can she be the head of the disinformation board? She peddled disinformation herself. And I'm like, th the point is there should not be a disinformation board at all. This is the United States. The issue is not that Joe Biden picked the wrong person to head the disinformation board. There should not be a disinformation board. So I, I just find it baffling that even conservatives and Republicans are totally disoriented by this. They can't see straight what's going on. Hey, it's not that they have it's not that they have the wrong, they they picked the wrong executioner. It's that they picked an executioner at all. That's the issue. <laughs> Exactly, and 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 well put. I, I have I had a strange reaction to Nina uh, and yeah. her her uh, internet uh, video of her singing and yeah. playing, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> playing Mary Poppins uh, to uh, for all the world uh, to a disinformation agency that would be generating even more disinformation. Right. 
as she started singing uh, all of these obscene, vulgar lyrics, I, I just had I my mind went right back to Mel Brooks and the springtime for Hitler, yeah, which was Mel, Mel, right. a perverse, a perverse right. construction uh, of that, which was comic, uh, comedic, uh, and satirical. And here she is giving life to that in right. an evil purpose, if ever there were one. Well, it was God, just disgusting. Yeah. I, God bless you thinking of Mel Brooks, because I saw that and I'm thinking much darker movies. I'm <laughs> thinking like really ugly, mo- like paranoid films from the 70s and 80s, right? Looking at a future dystopian America. Mm-hmm. And you have, you have a, 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 censor, a so-called censorship board. Right. right. Coming out of a ministry of the information and the person who's the head of it is, is, is an angry college graduate. Yeah. Right. A, a, an, an angry, frustrated young woman who's actually part of a musical singing troupe. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, is- it's, a, it's like a terrible it's like an unmade Stanley Kubrick movie because right. he thought it was too gross thinking about the whole thing. And that's what we have now. Truly. And this has become Ayn Rand's group greatest nightmare. Uh, it is, uh, we are looking at a, a, a country right now that can't separate. It seems at least it's media. Can't, I probably should be saying won't, uh, because their corporate masters would not be pleased, but they're not carrying out anything even remotely resembling independent objective journalism, because I think now they've forgotten what that means. I think they've forgotten oh, yeah. how to do it. They don't oh, know yeah. what those cameras are for, what those, uh, what those, uh, <laughs> all of those devices that surround them are for, which is to impart knowledge to the body politic, right. not try to define and uh, guide and indoctrinate uh, as they do day in and day out for now years. It's just, it, it's mm-hmm. impossible to imagine. They are their job, as they see it, I believe, is to advance the interest of the party. And that's why, again, why I say that really to understand what's happening, to understand with what I think is fair to call a regime and regime interests is this is like the third world and like the like, like third world security states. Right. That, it's, that's what the media is. It's the Ministry of Information to advance party interest and to indoctrinate the public. And I'll say one. The difference is, is that we have a very healthy and robust opposition. Part of that is because of opposition media, like you, Lou, at, right at the top. There's other people. There's other people who are part of it. Incredibly robust people who are out there all the time describe, describing really what's happening. And and look, we have room to do it right now. And if they try to take the room away from from us, we're going to keep fighting for it. So I again, whenever things you know, whenever things look a little dark and a little desperate, I I'm reminded that we're, we're fighting, right? You and I, we're fighting. Yep. We have other great allies, other people who are in there are fighting, who are part of the opposition. It is, it's an exciting, it's terrible moment for the country, but um, the country's been through harder things before and we have room to fight and, and that's what we're doing. And, and we're figuring out how to fight as we go yep. here, because none of us 
uh, no, no matter what, yeah. none of us knew, uh, had any training in, in, in working against <laughs> dark and evil forces of this magnitude right. and persistence. It's just, uh, it's right. a truly incredible moment in history. State, State Department has been funding opposition media across the world since all during the Cold War, how to be an opposition media, how to fight totalitarian regimes. At the same time, little did we know, our own deep state is acquiring power here in the United States. So the same people who are out there uh, in foreign countries building opposition media are here inside shutting us down, right? That's right. the Nina Jankowicz story. Well, <laughs> while the State Department is out is. there helping Egyptian media or or or, uh, you know, Bolivian media, whatever it is, Kenyan media here, the same, the same bureaucracies are crushing, are trying to crush the American public and trying to crush American opposition forces. And occasionally we just get lucky, like when President Biden accidentally, accidentally admitted that his administration and the Democrat Party have no plan to cut energy prices. We knew right. it, but I didn't think we would ever hear it from his lips. So that is sort of the adventure of right. Joe Biden, because you just don't know what he's going to say. And occasionally right. uh, he mistakenly speaks the truth. <laughs> uh, right. It's rare, and but uh, it is <laughs> right. noteworthy when he does. Uh, and, and I've got to give Tim Scott some credit, too. Hmm. He actually confronted Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen when she said mm -hmm. abortion will <laughs> being pro-life in this country will cost the economy. Can you believe the, yeah, the ignorance of Janet Yellen, the former Fed chairman, now Treasury Secretary, is now quantifying the costs of what is yeah. an immoral and barbaric act uh, to be endorsed by the United States of America for a half century. They're, they're, they're so on, they're so on message, though, aren't they? Everything is the same. Oh, yeah. Abortion's going to hurt. The, the, it's going to hurt the climate, too. We, we <laughs> yeah. need we need climate justice abortion. Right. Yeah. Everything at all. It all fits into the same thing. I I, I, I don't know. I got to tell you, if if, if 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 abortions aren't safe then what happens to our man Zelensky in Kiev, we're 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 we're, jeopard, we're jeopardizing Zelensky. If we can't keep abortions, uh, if, it, if it's not a constitutional right, what are we going to I mean, everything for them, it's just this, it's just insane. I mean, it, it's not that it, it's not that, that they're on message because it's no longer a political party. It's an ideological instrument. It, it, it's, it's right. Watching this, like none of us, none of us expected it here. Yeah. And, and, and here it is. And, 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 and I think we're, we're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. I mean, really, just to keep fighting this, it's, it's great. And we, as I say, and we do get lucky. Uh, Bill Barr coming out with his book and accidentally admitting, I believe it was an accident, yeah. uh, at least the consequences of it, I don't think he had thought out. When he acknowledged he knew Joe Biden running yeah. against President Trump in the third debate in 2020 was lying through his teeth right. about Hunter Biden, the laptop, and about right the scandal that enmeshed the entire Biden family. Right. Uh, and now he suddenly realizes, wait a minute, I just confessed to the greatest, greatest right. political crime in, uh, in American history. Right. And I changed history because President Trump 
was not reelected, and Joe Biden is right. in his dotage and impaired state president of the United States. What an, right. a, a terrific burden for him. And he is now oh, yeah. amongst those the first to say it's a federal crime for left-wing activists to be going to Supreme Court justices' homes right. to protest and demonstrate and disrupt their lives so that they are intimidated and might, might change their votes. Incredible. Right. It's, um, as, as I, as I said before, I think it's, it's very sad for a lot of, it's very sad for a lot of uh, officials not to understand, not to understand the situation before us. I think it's becoming clearer and clearer for a lot of people. I think, uh, you know, and, and many are, many are rising to the occasion, but for those not to see what I'll tell, I'll tell you what, speaking of, of, of seeing things more clearly, here's another thing that's kind of getting on my nerves. There was some report about how coming out of the Biden White House about how Joe Biden is, um, you know, Joe Biden feels very competitive with Barack Obama. He, 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 he feels he's being a more progressive and transformative president. And, and that's the reason for a lot of these policies. I'm like, well, come on. Well, Joe Biden is, is barely there, right? The idea that somehow he's competing with Barack Obama is preposterous. I don't understand why we won't point to the facts. We see that Barack Obama has been living in Washington, right? Has been living in Washington since he left the White House, the first president to do so since Woodrow Wilson, who couldn't leave Washington because he had a stroke. We see that Barack Obama publicly has taken the lead in this disinformation campaign. I do not understand why we won't say why more people won't point to the obvious and that a lot of this is coming out of Barack Obama's head. It's 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 terrible for the country, but it's a fact. The idea that yeah. somehow Joe Biden himself is pushing these things is preposterous. As, as people correctly note all the time, Joe Biden half the times doesn't know doesn't know what day it is. So the idea that somehow he is responsible for this, that it's Joe, that this is Joe Biden's brainstorm. No, no, that's not what's happening. There's something else going on here. I think we have to, amongst uh, other things, uh, credit the possibility that indeed the discussion about this being Barack Obama's third term is, is could very well be that precisely that as you're, as you're yeah. saying, uh, and with which I agree, uh, yeah. it is also a, a period for the Biden puppet masters to to actually put their pedal to the metal and right. drive hard for an agenda that no one dreamed could be done in four right. years. And they're doing it within a matter of a year and a half. Right. That and no one will be held American. accountable for it. Right. Exactly. And no one will be held accountable. Yeah, it's it's. Again, but that's that's their nihilism coming out. It's like we're going to use we're going to use this old man, um, this vicious and cynical old man, to drive our agenda, and no one's going to stop us. They can't stop us, and they can't hold us accountable at the polls either. Right. Yeah, it's it's bad. And and Lee, as you know, our custom here is to give our guests uh, the very last word uh, for each podcast and. Uh, you are, uh, if you will, uh, that uh, that lucky guest <laughs> to have the last word. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. That's very kind. Oh, I you know I, I I like my last word to be what it always is whenever you and I speak, because we go through some, you know, 
some challenging some challenging stuff stuff that's challenging our country and hurting our country but again americans always rise to the occasion and we've risen to the occasion during even harder times and um it, it's faith in our country faith in our neighbors faith in our history faith in our heroes that will see us through this too so i i'm i'm optimistic in spite of all the in spite of all the challenges that we're facing i'm optimistic for our country because of who we are americans well i feel better for your your optimism and i know the audience does as well and and we need much of it uh, in these uh, in these challenges that we all face and this great country faces uh, I would just want to say thank you so much for being with us, Lee. And as always, thank God you bless so much, you Lou. And, and, and Godspeed. God bless you, Lou. Thanks so much again. I, I look forward to speaking again soon. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Lee Smith. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. And please join us here tomorrow. Our special guest is none other than Mike Lindell, great American, great entrepreneur, and businessman, and great patriot. Don't miss it. Please be with us tomorrow on The Great America Show. We want to invite you to sign up for our Great America Show Advisory and Newsletter. Simply go to ludobs.com, that's ludobs.com, and click on the email newsletter button. It's as simple as that. And we'll send you our advisories and alerts as well as our weekly newsletter. I don't want to overstate anything, but I'm pretty sure you will absolutely sense at least a small positive change in your world outlook. We invite you to join us and stay in touch. Thank you. That's ludobs.com. Thanks. God bless you. And God bless America. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.